Hi, my name's Amanda and welcome to Self. On this podcast, I share ideas, experiences and have conversations to explore the self. By developing our self-awareness, we can better show up for ourselves and those around us and hopefully all live happier and healthier lives. Today's episode is touching on the idea of non-reactivity. Today, David, my partner and I were talking about the idea of non-reactivity. Now, typically we've spoken about it in the context of remaining non-reactive when faced with some kind of turbulence or trouble um, or even being triggered. So usually in the context of a negative experience. And today we were speaking about it and I started to vocalize something that I've actually been applying in practice I just hadn't really put it into those words and it's the idea of remaining non-reactive to even positive situations so I guess typically when we think about the principle of remaining non-reactive it's because you want to maintain some kind of level of composure right it's when something negative is going on around you and rather than being rattled by it and instantly reacting, it's allowing yourself a bit of time and space um, and then being able to actively and intentionally choose a response. So when I think of this, I think of a past version of me and I used to be very highly reactive. Um, I was pretty easily offended and I'd say that I was easy to stir up and I got wound up, yeah, very easily. Um, I think a prime example of this was when I'd get highly defensive about my own ideology. So if people were to criticize something that I really firmly believed in, um, or if they disagreed with it, I felt this need to become extremely defensive about it. I think it was in part me taking it quite personally and not recognizing that I was taking it as a personal attack, even though it wasn't wasn't that way and wasn't intended to be that way either. Um, And I would react very defensively. And over time, I've learned to better regulate myself. So recognizing, you know, a trigger or recognizing when someone might say something that I could be hurt by and still feel those feelings, but not necessarily react to that emotion. I've spoken in the in past episodes about the idea of sitting with the discomfort that this might bring up. And I think, you know, often in these kind of more negative situations where we might feel triggered by something someone has said or done, there's this immediate need to react. And that is complicated, right? It's mixed up with a bunch of past wounds. It's mixed up with past experiences. It's triggering something that, you know, someone has said to you at some other point and perhaps you were reliving um, a pain or a hurt that existed in the past as well. It's not as simple as someone has just said this one thing now and that's, that's the only thing that's hurting you. I mean, that might be the case, but in my experience, it's often been that 
there are layers to this um, and that I've not just been hurt by the words that are spoken now, but it's layered with these past experiences. And so, yeah, I've spoken in past episodes about sitting with the discomfort of these feelings that might arise and then actively and intentionally choosing how to respond instead. Um, This is something I believe is a vital skill that we all ought to learn and to practice. It's something that I believe takes time to refine because naturally and you see it in children right something happens and then they react immediately naturally that's just what we do unless we learn how to do something otherwise and if that's something that's been modeled to us say by our parents if we've had very highly reactive parents then it's also likely we are going to be highly reactive in our nature as well so You know, there's no judgment there if right now you're thinking, oh, I tend to be highly reactive. I think that that's quite a normal thing for many people until you learn how to become less reactive and perhaps even non-reactive over time. And I've been a part of countless situations where someone has said something to you know, that's frustrated or triggered another person. And I've got some family members who come to mind when I think about this and their immediate reaction is to resort to violence or threats of violence. And it just becomes this massive aggressive situation rather than an opportunity for conversation, rather than being able to go, actually, I'm not going to take this on personally and this person is clearly whatever xyz maybe they're drunk maybe they're saying things that they don't mean maybe they've been hurt and they're just saying things so um i think witnessing and being a part of those situations led me to want to become a less reactive and more responsive person a more intentionally responsive person So high reactivity is an immediate response from our nervous system. It's getting triggered into, you know, that fight, flight, fawn, freeze response um, and want, you know, just wanting to get yourself into safety, whatever that looks like. So that's extremely understandable, but it doesn't have to be the way that we live all the time. And so back to the conversation that David and I were having today, we're talking about non-reactivity and I suggest the idea that the other side of the coin to these negative experiences are very positive experiences or perhaps opportunities. Um, And high reactivity to me in those situations means almost like impulsivity. It's acting without giving yourself you know, that principle still of acting without giving yourself time and space to actively and intentionally choose how to respond. And I've been that person as well. So, you know, this gave me an opportunity to reflect back on particularly um, my late teens, early 20s, when I was a highly reactive person and simultaneously quite a highly impulsive person. So, 
being reactive in negative situations and feeling this overwhelm of emotion and then just reacting immediately on whatever it was I was feeling. And likewise, when it came to opportunities or positive experiences, also feeling an overwhelm of positive feelings, excitement, and then being reactive or impulsive in those situations as well. And so when I started to think about that and vocalize this, I realized that inadvertently through practicing and developing my ability to be less reactive and to try to become non-reactive in a lot of negative situations, what that also allowed space for was for me to be less impulsive and also less reactive in positive situations. And, and, you know, one of the most valuable lessons that I've learned in the past couple of years is that in order to maintain peace within my mind, it's vital not to be rocked. And I guess like riding this roller coaster of extreme highs and lows through various experiences. And so when I think about, you know, being non-reactive, maintaining this non-reactivity through the negative, and then also maintaining that through the positive, to me, the picture that I have is having the ability to simply create time and space for responsiveness, for an active and intentional response um, that, yeah, I guess is, is thoughtfully considered. And that's the person that I choose to be because I've seen the result of that high reactivity or high impulsivity, which for me is almost like perhaps the two are linked. I don't know if they are or not. So this is, I guess, my own observation and my own experience that I'm going off. Um, For me, one of the tools to maintain my sense of equanimity in my mind, that balance in my mind comes from being non-reactive to both negative and positive, like negative experiences and positive opportunities. And I want to clarify this by saying it doesn't mean to not feel anything. You know, we are emotional beings and that is a natural part of our nature is to feel. I think it's important to feel, important to recognize what we feel and what comes up for us. Um, And it doesn't mean not feeling things. All that it really means, I guess, is just giving myself a few extra moments to intentionally choose how I then respond. It means that I don't have to be defensive to every negative word spoken and it also means that I don't have to grasp or cling on to every opportunity that presents itself. It just means that I get to think a little bit more. So yeah, I guess um, this is something that I've been thinking about and wanted to share. And I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on non-reactivity or, 
yeah, you know, whether you, this is something that you have implemented um, along in your journey or something that you practice. So thank you very much for listening to this episode. Um, If you'd like to support the podcast, then you can do so by subscribing to my YouTube channel or following along on whatever podcast medium you're listening to this on. Um, You can also rate and review the show. If you share it, I'd also be very grateful. Um, If you'd like to contribute further, you can do so on Patreon uh, and support me there. All details are in the show notes along with my Instagram handles. You can follow the podcast at self double underscore podcast and you can follow me at Amanda Latran. That's Amanda L-E-T-R-A-N. I release episodes every Thursday and I will see you next week. Thanks and bye.